gas is in the jackpot now. Okay? Okay? That's what I'm just telling you. Fucking motherfuckers. What up, Met fans? And welcome back to the Ass in the Jackpot podcast. I'm TJ McNeil. And I am David Langell. And we're just two dudes from the East Coast, living it up in L.A., achieving our dreams and loving the New York motherfucking Mets. And, and after each game, we do a recap and we talk about what's good. And what is good, David? A win tonight for us. We got a big W beating up on the Minnesota Twins, getting the split of the series. The Mets win 9-6 to six over the Twin City Twins. Yeah. See you later, twinsies. Um, bye bye, brothers or sisters who are the same people. <laughs> you know, I always, you know, what I always wondered about the twins. I, I thought that twins just meant two people. <laughs> How could it be a whole baseball team? Yeah, it's a, a gosh damn gaggle of twenty-five guys. Uh, yeah, well, maybe they're uh, lots of sets of twins. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, they're acting like twins against Noah Syndergaard whiffing on that changeup tonight. Oh yeah, he he pulled the string and had them whiffing. Yeah, it was like a Mary, it was like a puppet show from hell out there for for seven innings. <laughs> oh yeah, it was good to see from Thor. I mean, the eighth inning wasn't great or ideal by any means, yeah. but for the first seven, they were very clean. Yeah, I mean, tonight was one of those wins, man, where you're just like, hey, it's a win. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, get the W in the column more yeah. than anything. Yeah, and hey, did you see who joined the team? Oswald's back, baby. Yeah, they sent down Peterson. That was a good move. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he threw a lot, so it's time to get a fresh arm up there, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, I thought it was pretty impressive to get six runs on two hits <laughs> in that one inning. Well, that was the merry-go-round from hell for the Twins. I mean, they just walked batter after batter. They hit by pitch to Nimmo. And, uh, yeah, runs were just coming in one after the other. Uh, Gary and Ron were saying they, they've never seen anything like it. I don't recall. I mean, they've watched more baseball than us. But, yeah, I, 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 yeah this doesn't happen. These were gift runs in, in that, uh, that fifth inning. We scored six runs. Yeah. Uh, so – Look, we'll, we'll take them, and look, you got to give credit to our guys because uh, Alonzo, Cano, e- e- even McNeil to get the rally started. Uh, poor guy made two outs in the inning, but, but you know, he look, he still deserves a lot of credit. Um, yeah, man, we'll, we'll take it. Hey, yeah, I mean, you know, anytime they're giving them away, you got to just co- collect them and cash them in. I mean, yeah, when you can. Yeah, I like. I I don't remember ever seeing anything like that before. I I remember like it got close in 2015 with the Nationals. I I mean, I saw, I saw some. I remember seeing some stuff when I was younger, like way back in the day, where it was like, well, they walked in a run. Wow, that's it. It never really used to happen. Now it feels like it happens at least once a game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember that series in 15 against the Nats. That was like. Um... I don't know. There's Drew Storen yeah. out of the bullpen. Remember that? <laughs> Drew Storen's face was some kind of shade of red after that. Oh, my God. He never made it back after that. He punched a locker, didn't he? Yeah, he was done. I think he, he broke his hand or he was, went to Toronto. Oh, good times. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't overall, it wasn't like a necessarily uh, inspiring win just because of, you know, Familia and and what that looked like and and sure you know and 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 uh thor kind of unraveling there in the eighth you kind of hope he was just it looked like he was just gonna mow him down in the eighth 
Yeah, well, he got some bad luck on that first batter who with the swinging bunt down the third baseline. Right. There's not much you can do about that. Right. And then and then you just take him out, and Jaris was left to clean up the mess, and he didn't look great. Uh, look, Diaz gave up the home run in the ninth, but he did look excellent. I mean, he w- he was throwing gas up in the zone, and th- th- it, th- that was the guy w- we we were looking for, Edwin Diaz, a, a true closer for this Mets bullpen. Yeah, he kind of was mad about that home run, but I think he was just trying to get the save, bro. Well, but that doesn't make it a save situation if you make it on your own. So, it, oh, that's oh, is that true? Yeah, it still was not a save if you entered the game. In a non-save, you can't earn the save, you know? Oh, damn. No, it's, it's all good. I mean, look. Oh, he, I didn't he, know that. Wow. What a novice. Uh, uh, read up. Uh, just Google save situation. You get you get the whole uh, <laughs> the whole lowdown. I, no, the, the closer has to pitch a full inning with uh, uh, a three-run or lower deficit Got it. to earn the save. Unless tying runs are on base or on deck. There's a lot of rules, but, you know, Google's a great Google source. is a great source. And you know what? It's unlimited information at our fingertips. And what a wonderful time to be alive. I mean, I'll tell you. True, truly. Well, I, I call this the yo-yo era because we're up, we're down, we're all around. And, um, uh, you know, sometimes it's great and sometimes it's weird, dude. It's a it weird is. time and, to be alive. Uh, you know, um, one thing that I thought was uh, pretty bizarre tonight uh, you know, piggybacking on that era is, is that how fast the stats come in and how fast I was able to learn by going on Twitter and refreshing my feed that Peter Alonzo has 15 RBIs now through 11 games. And it's like the fastest in major league history. Yeah, that, that is amazing. 15. Wow. And they've played 11 games. Yeah. That's insane. And he, I also saw during the broadcast he has more extra base hits in this many games or at bats in major league history. I mean, I, wow, yeah. Pete Alonso, a seasoned hitter in his first eleven games. I, I, I mean, yeah, we're pretty lucky. How lucky it's are we? That he's not uh, didn't spend the uh, opening of the season down in AAA. That's for sure. I mean, this guy he's major league. He's major league ready. That was a good play. move. And a hell of a take on that walk when he walked in the run. He could have easily went for it, trying to do some major damage. And he was a team player, you know, and um, which also goes right into our uh, jackpot player of the game. The jackpot player of the game tonight, game 11 of the 2019 Absolutely. season is Michael Conforto. Absolutely. Case freaking closed. And, you know, you got to love what you're seeing from Michael. He's hitting doubles. He's hitting home runs. Tonight, he's up there in a big spot, not trying to hit it over the wall. Just hits a nice, simple, make-contact single right up the center. And you got to love it. He put some mustard on it, got it right through the infield. Yeah, I I mean, he beat the shift. Situation, the runs came in. Uh, What's not to like? Dude, it's it's uh, he's he's having a great start to the year. They all they all are. The offense is not the problem at all. No, not at all. I mean, we got we got four guys in the lineup hitting 366 and above. I mean, that is amazing. Are you kidding me? Last year we didn't have one 300 hitter <laughs> except uh, M- McNeil, but he came up with two months yep, to go. That's absolutely right, man. You know, it's like this is a different look, a different feel. And Conforto had a shirt on after the game today, and it said, "Pressure is a privilege." 
pressure is a privilege. Well said, Michael, because you know what that means. What? It means that the game means something. If the game is on the line, that's pressure. And if the game is not on the line, no one gives a poop. <laughs> that's right, baby. And hey, listen, you know what? As 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 unconventional and and uh, you know not sturdy and and you know flimsy as this win was, it's still a W, baby. Oh, it counts. Seven, We're tied for first seven right now. Four, man. Uh, I don't know if you looked at the NLE standings today, but um, there's two teams that are seven and four. Phillies, Mets. Actually, there's three Braves. teams that are seven and four. Yeah, the Phillies, the Mets, and the Braves are all seven and four, and the Nats are six and wow. five. I'll tell you what, we better go in there and take three or four from those Bravos, dude. In Atlanta, where you know it's going to be humid and sticky. Yep. And And they are going to hate the blue and orange for the next four days. I hope so, man. And you know what? I hope our bullpen is ready to go, dude. Oh, we're ready. Familia's going to wake up. He's going to be sharper um, this weekend. I like that optimism because I'll tell you what. I'm not feeling it. I'm getting kind of nervous with them. Well, we all are. I I got another call from my mom tonight when he entered the game. Even with an eight-run lead or – I guess it was a little less at that point, seven runs, whatever. It, it, it was it was still a big lead, and we were still mm. nervous about Familia coming into the game. A guy who is like a high-end bullpen guy makes Mets fans panic, which is a problem. Yeah, I would I would say Dude, so. he like looked like he was just pushing it, pushing it, pushing it tonight. Can't handle the pressure in Queens. You'd think he'd be used to it by now, but he's – Rough, yeah, they man. must all be conditioned from last year, man. Yeah, it's it's too much. It's too much with him. Um, bullpen, dude. Uh, look, it's it's as it's as good as it, it is. Whether or not we go out and sign that guy, whose last name starts with a yeah. K, there's a couple of them yeah. out there. We're not, but Kimbrel, Kimbrel specifically. Yeah. I mean, he's going to help someone. I, and you know he's going to end up in the NL East. It's just whether or not he's, he ends up Yeah, he's going to end up in the East, that's for sure. Yeah, either the Braves, the Nats. We all need him. We all need him. The Phillies, someone's going to pick him up. Yeah, well, everybody's making excuses right now as to why they don't. So maybe uh, some other team will pick him up. I think Keuchel goes to the, I think Keuchel goes to the Yankees. That'd be something. I huh? think he might. I mean, but you know, Evan Roberts made a great point this morning on the fan. I was listening in and uh, Evan made a great point because it was like everybody's clamoring to sign Keiko, but he needs like a month to get ready. He goes, he's he's like, he's like, no, the Yankee, the answer for the Yankees is not to sign Dallas Keiko and wait for him to get ready in a month and then throw batting practice for three months until he gets warm in September. <laughs> Well, you know that's how it's going to go. I mean, it, it, this guy wasn't even that good last year. He won the Cy Young in 2015. That's that's four years ago. Yeah, but, I mean, he has – like, there's been a steady drop, man. Oh, yeah, 100%. I was so mad last and, night that I, like, really wanted them to sign Keiko, especially because of the Vargas implosion. And, like, you know, if yeah. you go back and you listen to that, like, I definitely really was, like, signed Keiko and everything, but – you know, really getting a different perspective on it and thinking about it and actually looking at Keiko's numbers today. I actually looked at his numbers and stuff like that. You know, I mean, it would be better theoretically to have him than Corey Oswalt or whoever is going to move to the, the starting rotation because Jason Vargas cannot stay in the starting rotation. Sorry. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with that. 
uh, but but I'm kind of like looking at that Keiko thing. I'm going, man, maybe not. Maybe that's not the way to go. Maybe Kimbrel is the way yeah. to go. I think of the two, it would be Kimbrel just to give the the bullpen a, a boost. And um, look, I know Kimbrel wasn't great in the yeah, World but he Series, wants to close, man. He does, and he he won't close here. That's that's yeah. Thing. He's not a closer so, here, and that's like, how do you get him to buy into that? You know, and what does he look like not in that role, right? Well, it's a problem because I mean, all these guys, even the closers, when they come in in non-save situations, they're not as good. And <sighs> uh, and Familia, who used to be a closer, he's just not mm. as good. I mean, look, he, he he was not great. I don't want. He he was pretty good as a closer, but there's something different with him now. He was great on Oakland last year when he was the seventh and eighth inning guy, though. Yeah, he was, and that's why I'm wondering why Familia is like having so much issue. How much? How much issues he's having? Like, I'm just like, come on, man. You know what injury looks huge after all these problems is uh, Drew Smith. Yeah, you really miss him, huh? Yeah, we're definitely missing that Drew Smith possibility because of the fact that you know he's a hard thrower. No. And we like him. And, and, and you got to wonder when Tyler Bashler is going to be up here. Tyler Bashful, dude. He'll be up here yeah. soon. That would be fun. That would be fun to see what he's got. I want yeah, Zamora, no, no, dude. No. Zamora, the lefty. Yeah, the, the Frisbee thrower. Yeah, a little slider. Yeah, I like good that. Good lefty-righty splits, well, man. I like that guy. Well, Don't worry. We'll see him. It's a long season. We're only 11 games in, dude. I know. I know. Um, I know. Like We're, we're acting look. like it's 52 games in. Well, look, we're doing the Ask in the Jackpot podcast every day for every yeah, game. Yeah. And, and, and it, it, it's a slog. Look, doing the podcast every day, it's um, – look, we, we, we have to figure it out as we it's go. It's a marathon, man. And it, it's a marathon. So, look, we're not going to get too amped up, listeners, Mets fans. We're not going to get too amped up. We're not going to get too down. Mm-hmm. We're going to stay the course, and we're going we're gonna to recap the best moments of this team. And tonight – it was everything Michael Conforto did from tying his shoes in the clubhouse to walking onto the field and gracing us with his existence. Let, let me ask you this, TJ, um, just to switch gears a little bit to Jeff McNeil. Uh, what, what do you think about when he was uh, picked off uh, try, trying to, to head home on that wild I pitch? think that that play that you're referring to where he was running down, is you're running down the line. Yeah, there was a little technical difficulty there. But um, I think the play David's referring to is when Jeff McNeil inched down the line and uh, thought I think maybe he thought Syndergaard got hit, whatever. I think that the young kids on this team are, like, waiting for the umps to make calls. And, you know, we saw it with J.D. Davis on the base pass the other day with the strikeout that he got, you know, when he got out at second because he didn't run. Sure. I think that they just need to reiterate, uh, you know, go to the bag. Just go back to the bag. You know what I mean? No one's moving up. Sure, Just yeah. go back to the freaking bag and don't throw a tantrum. You know, and then don't come out whip he, on three pitches and throw your bat. You'll get him next time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was surprised to see that. He was Jeff. mad tonight. You know, I that, know what happened. He got mad. Yeah, he threw a little hissy fit. Yeah, it didn't go his way. He didn't didn't get the score. He had a couple hits, but he made that that little mistake on the base pass. I don't want to blame him too much because that was a that was an in between call. Uh, look, uh, you got to give um, the pitcher and and Astudio made a good play. La Tortuga, very impressive in the field. Yeah, tonight. Tortuga, yeah, he was good. And did did uh, you get my text that his younger brother is in the Mets? Yeah, system? his swing is identical. That 
I'm looking forward to that. Let's get him up here, man. Batting 500. Yeah, ga- ga- Gary would love that. Yeah, too. he would. <laughs> Dude, like, wait, what was the twins pitcher's name? Asafisi? Asafisa? Um, the twins. The starting pitcher, pitcher like Odorizzi. Odorizzi. Asafisi. Yeah, Odorizzi, dude. He was like, the first hit we got off him was Jeff McNeil, a little opposite field dunker, right? Yeah, that broke the ice. It for really us. did. Yeah, it really, it really started things off. That was a nice, that was a nice piece of hitting too. That you know, he's yeah, sweet. We, we needed it. Oh, it was beautiful. And after you know, four innings of no hit ball. I mean, that 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 was that that started our rally. Yo, dude. it started a pure rally, and that was it. Six runs, six runs. That was, that's your ball that game right the, there. That was the hit, and then Wilson Ramos had the other hit. <laughs> Ramos, the Buffalo. Dude, and that was it. The only hits in that inning. Crazy, man. That's insane, Crazy. man. I loved it. Yeah, no. Yeah, it, it was fun to watch. And I was actually doing the dishes while that was happening. I was just like, is it? Oh, he's, oh look, keep this going. You know, it, it, it was it was odd. It was odd baseball. But look, we got it. And, um, dude, we're heading to Atlanta tomorrow. Yeah, we're heading to Atlanta with a W in our pocket. Um, it was funny. I was watching the game tonight while I was drumming. I was I was at a, I was playing with a, one of my bands that I play with, and uh, I was drumming, and I had the the phone on my music stand, and I was just watching the game the whole time. And uh, one of my uh, the the lead singer of my group, Molly, was just like, "Did they walk another person?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yes." Yeah, no man, she was checking in. She, yeah, she's like, she's down with baseball. She's really good at uh, at uh, the show on PlayStation or whatever. She plays a lot of baseball video games, and so she's pretty freaking good at it. Dope. And she was, yeah, she was like, they better take that picture out. <laughs> yeah, she, she Mo, Molly. Yeah, Molly knows what's good, man. Molly's becoming a Mets fan. I love it. I love it. More, the more the merrier. Wait, TJ, yep. give, give your band a little shout out here. G- g- give a little. Plug. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, I'm in a, I'm in a group uh, called the Fruit Flies. Uh, we're pretty badass. We're like a folk, uh, folk rock group. Um, you know, we just recorded uh, with uh, Ben Broden up in Omaha, Nebraska, and uh, that's pretty awesome. And then I have a couple other side projects going on as well. Um, and when they're ready to be talked about, and I was rehearsing with one of those tonight. And when they're ready to be talked about, I'll let you guys know so you can check out our music. Awesome, awesome. The Fruit Flies, TJ <laughs> McNeil. Yeah, drum, drumming, drumming the best beats in town. That's right, man. I got, I got Mets stickers on all my heads, dude. Dude, I love it. We're not messing I love around. It. Um, cool, cool, dude. Well, I'm glad you had a good rehearsal and the Mets, the Mets only amplified it, if you know what I mean. Dude, they did. I was getting a little nervous at the end, <laughs> but I was like sweating. Well, well, what do you expect, you know? Yeah. Par for the course. Right, Mets fans? Par for the course. Par for the course is absolutely right. Wait, real quick. What about that pl- that play Cano made off uh, Alonzo's glove? Oh, I loved it. I loved I loved how cool he was just just picking up the ball and throwing it to first and and Thor covering Dude, the Dude, yeah, bag. he didn't give up. Just No, no, that that was a clutch play and uh, an important out. Because you know you don't make that out, you don't know where the inning Absolutely. goes. It was it was yeah, a W, no. baby. No, we did it. Any any final, final thoughts? Final thought team? tonight is rest up because we're going into a division rival this weekend, and then we're going to another one right after that. So we got seven games of fury coming our way. 
That's right. Must see TV. Tomorrow we got Steven Matz on the rubber going against Kevin Gossman, who has a zero ERA this season. So he's not given up yeah. an earned run yet. So should be should we'll be see a good how Matz one. does on the first base side of the rubber, huh? Yeah, well, if he if he picks up where he left left off, then we're in for a treat. I think so, man. I think so. Yeah. Fingers hey, crossed. And I'll be looking forward to seeing you same time tomorrow night, my man. Yo, same Met time, same, same Met, Met place. Met channel, baby. And we're now on Twitter as uh, at Mets in the Jackpot. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, follow us on uh, follow us on Twitter, y'all. Um, you know, you know the deal at Mets in Jackpot, baby. Easy. Okay, this has been the Ass in the Jackpot podcast. The Mets win. We're pumped up, and we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, we'll night. see you tomorrow, everybody. Let's go, Mets. LGM. <laughs>